Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. Was hard, but not anymore. Thanks to Wondersuite from Bluehost. Answer a few questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically create your website or store. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content, and we automatically help you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and still resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? Good evening, my good man. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Uh, I, I lived to tell, uh, tell the tale. Uh, live, I lived another day to tell you the tale of how I, I almost died. Uh, really? In the thunderstorm. Yes. Uh, did you, get, did you feel I, the, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? Uh, not, Was not it quite, coming for you? Not quite that bad. Not quite bad. We, oh, no, we okay. So we haven't gotten any lightning or thunder down here in San Diego. Uh, just tons of rain. Uh, and I might have exaggerated a little bit about me almost dying. But uh, no, so there's this tree right outside of my uh, office right in the, the corner here. And this has happened a few times before. So this isn't the first time. This is actually the fourth time this has happened. I'm sitting here minding my own business, working this morning, do, 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 building websites, doing everything, you know, uh -huh. designing graphics, whatever. And suddenly I hear this, this rumble. <laughs> crash, 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 crash. I'm like, what the heck? And all of a sudden, boom, something just slams outside my door i'm like what the heck and i open up my door a one tree. of the enormous branches off this tree here just fell <laughs> like so they've fallen before one hit the roof one time uh two have hit in the fence on the other side and then this one land this is the first time it's landed right in front of my door like that and i'm like imagine if i was just like walking out the door heading to the bathroom and i was kind right. of whacked in the head by a tree branch you might uh, need to look into pruning it maybe yeah, I think they they got they pruned some of the lower branches, but yeah, the upper branches just are I don't know. The tree looks fine. It looks super healthy, looks green, but the branches just fall off. Like even if I go the one that's out here on the on the on the ground, if you go look at it, like it's not dead because that's what you would think. Like oh, it must be it's dying or something like that. But right. no, it's just straight up falling apart. <laughs> I mean, the wind is no joke, dude. Like nature itself. It's nothing to play with, so it could be. It could have been the healthiest of trees, yeah. but the you know enough force from a good gust of wind, and it's out of here. Yeah, that's true. But I, I'm, true. I'm glad to hear that you you survived. <laughs> you still have all your your limbs and uh, extremities. Yeah, still alive, still here. Uh, Mission Valley, though, holy cow! So there's a, it's a, it's a little closer. It's between like where I live and San Diego. Uh, there's a mall there completely flooded like my brother-in-law went there really today and was, i saw on his instagram stories uh where literally like the parking garage had like three or four foot of water in it there's like a, a road like that goes under the freeway uh -huh. and it's it's normally like a 15 foot tunnel that goes underneath the freeway like an overpass there was the water was like two and a half three feet from the top so it was like 
what's that math? 12 foot of water. Good grief. <laughs> like in this road. So, yeah, we're getting some serious flooding here in San Diego. It's crazy. We're fine. We're, we oh, I mean, up, we're up on a hill, but like down in San Diego and stuff. Oh, man, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's not much better in my neck of the woods. I don't know if you saw those videos of uh, San Francisco where the streets were so flooded that people were on their surfboards going down the hills. That's great. Yeah. I did not see that. That's yeah. so, actually kind of awesome. But. <laughs> it is cool. It's cool. It but at the same cool. time, it's like <laughs> these cities were not built for for extreme levels and amounts of rain. I know. And, I, yeah, and I, we are showing it now. Yeah, 100%. I, I keep hearing all these people like, oh, all these Californians complaining about their weather. Like, here we are. You know, we get all this. We get snow and ice, and they're complaining about a little bit of rain. It's like, okay, the difference is it's not a little rain. It's a lot of rain. And our infrastructures out here are not designed for this. So no. <laughs> imagine if it, you guys, imagine if you guys got wildfires, what the heck would you do? Or huh? earthquakes. <laughs> or earthquakes. Yeah. Right. Like we're prepared for those things. We can handle fires and earthquakes. Uh, it's also weird <laughs> that they're saying things like that because it's like, Oh, our natural disasters are not as, or we got worse natural disasters than you. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. like, you cool. want a medal for that? Yeah. <laughs> It's a weird thing to brag about, but cool. Right. You, you do you. Okay. I guess. Uh, <laughs> You're more deadly to live in than we are. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. The other night, too, uh, we were driving home from someplace and we're coming down this, uh, like, this interchange, went from one freeway to another. And I was driving and it was like me, Trudy, and the boys were in the, like, we're all in the car. And I'm uh-huh. like, immediately just coming down. We were going about 60. So, under the speed limit, you know, speed limit 65. And I mean, normally it's higher, but everything looked, it was raining, but there wasn't many puddles. Like it was like, okay, everything's running. It's good. So I felt comfortable going about 60, 65 because of that. Well, at this interchange, there was a weird like bowl almost had created. I didn't realize it. And so there's a puddle. I immediately start hydroplaning. I'm like, I started started saying that out loud. I'm like, I'm hydroplaning. I'm a hydro. I wasn't panicking, but I was just like, kind of like in that very monotone, just I'm hydroplaning. I'm hydroplaning. I'm hydroplaning. It's like, what? (laughs) I'm like, it's fine. Like, I'm just trying to like, we're good. It's like, don't everybody relax. Yeah. Don't jerk the wheel. Like nice and easy on the brake. Kind of like give it a little, like, so let's slow down a little bit. And like, I got control and we kept going. Like, I don't know. Uh, hundred feet in front of us, all of a sudden we come up on a car, not even, maybe like 50 or 60 feet. Uh, I f- suddenly I see these blinkers. There's a car that must have done the same thing, except they lost mm-hmm. control. They were totally sideways into the guardrail, front end all smashed Ooh. up. And I was like, ah, we almost ended up like them. Or who knows, maybe we would have hit them. So whew, we were, I was uh, crazy. <laughs> Lord watch you know at drive. that moment. Yeah, good thing uh, I uh, didn't uh, panic because... We could have been uh, right there next to him. So, Ooh. yeah, crazy. Man, you and weather, you and Death just been weather. doing a little one-on-one this this week. Good yeah, they say, uh, yeah, it's been I'm, – I'm two for two for, so far, so I'm hoping there's no, like, third time's a charm. Don't for, do a rematch, for, for, please. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. You, you you're know, two up. Leave it say, alone. <laughs> they say third time's a charm, but, no. you know, in, in, in my, in my in, thinking about it, like, uh, it wouldn't be good for me. It'd be great for the Grim Reaper. So, hopefully, I uh, – <laughs> I just need to like wear bubble wrap and hide in my and sit down somewhere. Or like that. Um, uh, but good news, I got the new Sephiroth uh, amiibo and it's nice. incredible. So <laughs> I did not, I didn't have to die for that either. It was just like, let me see so it. Good, but uh, let's Ooh. see if it'll, the camera will focus on it. But 
For our audio listeners, this is a, uh, I guess you could say he, they use the uh, remake design, I guess. Well, I guess they would use the one that he appears in In Smash, which is akin to that. It's like his standard Sephiroth soldier uniform, and he has his one wing out, as he is so aptly known for. That's it, right? Is that all the, no, there's still no Sora one yet. Yeah, so they right. did. So just now, I think uh, it, it just they just came out Friday or Saturday. So the yeah. Sephiroth, it was Sephiroth and uh, what's the one from Kazuya, right? Yeah. Um, so those are the two that released on Saturday, and then yeah, I eventually they've got to make a Sora one. You think they have to? Yeah, <laughs> have I think to. this have... is it. I think Sora's left. So probably later this year or something, maybe the next few months, we'll get it. Let me know. Let me Nintendo. Let me know. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> I'll be um, outside. <laughs> yeah i i got on that like as soon as wario 64 tweeted about it i was like i don't know like how popular sephiroth is or anything but i'm like i'm just gonna get on it i ordered it there was like one left in stock at my target to to pre-order like i ordered it friday night so it was right it was ready ready for pickup saturday and it's like one left i'm like go oh, quick get it <laughs> <laughs> i wonder how that's gonna i hope like disney doesn't do anything to, to block that or be like uh actually that's a toy we need 30 percent of that or some weird legal yeah. mumbo jumbo. I wonder how that'll work. That would that would really suck if they yeah. blocked something like that. Cause... But Sakurai said everybody's supposed to get one, and he don't lie. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we will see. Uh, all right. Well, let's get on with the show here. Talk about some video games. Today, we're going to be talking about Xbox and Bethesda's Developer Direct. Ubisoft cancellations and Assassin's, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage might be a return to form. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma01, and our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome just like those folks head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can support us starting at just a buck a month get episodes early and ad free such as this show and uh the super gamer book club hosted by adrian uh this uh the newest episode that came out in december is kingdom hearts featuring kk Ryder and angel so every time you record. say it it just i can't believe we actually did it you right know? right it's crazy Man. you actually got me to play kingdom hearts uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, over on the free feed, if you're on the fence about supporting us, you want to check out this incredible show. Like, is it worth getting two months ahead of time? Let me spoiler alert. It is. But uh, if you want to check it out, Luigi's Mansion is up right now featuring Connor McCabe from Call Me By Your Game. Uh, fantastic episode again. Every episode's fantastic. We just have such awesome guests. Like, that's the best part. Like, those episodes we have guests on, like, they're always so good. Yeah. Um, and the ones uh, with me and you are cool, too. Yeah, they're good too. Don't, they're don't good sell too. them short. No, 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 no. They're they're fantastic. It's just, I just, it, yeah. It's just always so fun to get hear other people's perspectives. Perspectives, because especially for me too, it's really fun because you host it. So I I have very little responsibility other than just playing this game, which that's a lot. That's a lot for me. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of times it's my first time playing it, so it's cool when we have guests and we I come on as this newbie. You've played this game before. And a lot of times our guests has played it before multiple times even. And so I don't know. Yeah, it's just a cool dynamic where it's like I'm I, I'm the newbie in this situation, which doesn't happen very often. Like I'm the one coming in fresh and not knowing what's going on. And then you guys are like these experts. It's just so fun to listen to you guys uh, kind of like, yeah, talk about these these games. So it's fun. That's a fun dynamic we have. 
upcoming this month is Chrono Trigger with yes. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie and El Chizo. Uh, that'll be a fun one. So uh, stay tuned for that one. If you don't support us, you, you're probably going to want to because uh, this is going to yeah, be a good one. <laughs> there is there is some beef. There's some beef between Eddie and Chizo. They have differing viewpoints as in eddie thinks it's a fantastic as in, game and cheese one is right was, and one is wrong i can't i can't remember the exact quote but i'm pretty sure it's something along lines of chrono trigger is trash and shouldn't have ever been made and uh should burn in hell something like that i think I around think there i think that was the energy Jesus. that yeah. he had you yeah, nailed yeah, the yeah. energy at least even if it wasn't the same exact <laughs> quote uh so you won't want to miss that one coming at the end of this month we'll talk more about our patreon later on the show before we move on here, let's give a huge shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show uh, right here in the background of the stream. Or if you're watching on YouTube and podcast later, you should be able to hear it. Um, and uh, you should check them out at Spotify and Apple Music. Links are in the show description below. All right. This week. Uh, so I was just going to say, hey, it's now time to check the mail. That's why I always do. But you know what? Two things. I don't hit it. I don't think we have a mailbag bit. I don't have a mailbag bit. And two, no one wrote questions in, except for one person. We have mm -hmm. one question. So, shame on you all. Shame, shame, shame. You know, I hate to have to go in there and 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 threaten and that's usually and what it comes shake down a fist. To, though, unfortunately, you know what I mean. Because I always had to, I always have to dangle it like, hey, if we don't start getting questions in here. The mailbag is going to get put away. You know what I mean? And then yeah. watch what happens. A flood of them come in. Don't make me have to do it. I'm going to give you this week to redeem yourselves. I want to see questions in there before next week. And if oh. I don't, we're going to have to have a sit-down discussion. All of us together. Don't do it. And it could be it could be anything. Like we can have, like anything. We get a, we get, it doesn't we get have a, to be. We get a lot of silly questions like, Mount Rushmore questions or what would you like? Who do you think wins in this fight or whatever? But even if it's serious question, you know, like give us some serious gaming questions. Ooh, like, I, would, oh, I would love that. What would you love think it. if I don't know? I can't even think of one off the top. Of my, oh, actually, I can think of one. We'll talk about it after Eddie's. We'll do Eddie's first. And then I, I have a question. I'll add to it. It's a very serious question. But uh, so let's get into it. We have a question from Hophead Ed. And he asked, give me your Mount Rushmore of Muppets. And he goes on to say, Sesame Street characters are allowed. They better be. They're Muppets. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, ooh, this is tough because it spans so many different areas of, yes. of Jim Henson company projects, right? Like you got Fraggle Rock. You got the Prime Muppets. You got Sesame Street. You got um, the Dark Crystal. You got, oh my God! Um, you've got uh, the labyrinth ones. You've got right so many different things you can pick from, right? So I'll do this. I'll give you uh, my Muppet Prime, which is like Kermit and them. I'll say, mm -hmm. I'll say. It's a tie between Animal and Rolf. I think Animal, of course, is one of everybody's favorites. He's just a, a, a bundle of energy and can kill it on the drums. And Rolf is 
the perfect mix of like being a goofball and being the voice of reason. So I yeah, appreciate both that. He's under every time. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's definitely underrated. Um, for Sesame Street, I think you have to I, just as it being impressive as a Muppet, I'd have to say Big Bird. The way that they're able to make that suit work, and they were able to have you know uh, Carol Spinney or whoever uh, was operating at the time be able to do it for so long means that they had to craft that suit really well. So that top of my list as far as achievements go, um, the uh, Skeksis and the Dark Crystal were also very um, impressive as far as their design and their complexity. So I appreciated that. Uh, and um, I need a fourth, huh? Wait, so what have, you, <sighs> what, what have you been so far? They were Big Bird. Big Bird, the Skeksis. Uh, that I, I put Rolf and Animal as one. Rolf. Okay. Um, and then there's a lot. I'm going there's through my Rolodex right now. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a new gen one that I, I really like. That she okay. she uh Really took off, and a lot of people took to her. Um, I think Abby is a really good new one too from Sesame Street. I think, oh, okay, yeah, I think she's a new good mascot character. Um, and I'm glad that she worked out, yeah, because I, I, I feel like a lot of people were a little cold on her at first, but they came around, and now she's like, whenever you see pictures of like the main Sesame Street cast, like Elmo, she's Big Bird, there. she's yeah. there, she's, she's yeah. always in the coloring books now, yeah, she's always yeah. in the, yeah, she's she's definitely like a main cast now, so. Um. Uh, for me, so I I don't have I remember Fraggle Rock, but I like don't remember any of the characters. So that's my weakest link too. Obviously, they're not going to be on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, the Dark Crystal, I actually don't really have any uh experience with. You with should that check it out. Either. They're actually really good. Um. So there, there was like so. There's the new series, wasn't there? Like an like an old series that it was a spinoff or not a spinoff of, but like almost like a uh, what for what the Dark Crystal for Dark Crystal. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, there's the original not, movie, and then they made a new series. Okay. I think like a year or two ago. Yeah, I, I remember that was I remember really good the series. Too. I remember the series that just recently came out, and I remember hearing like, oh, it's based off of like something from like the 80s. I'm like, wow, it's a like, prequel. How, how have I never heard of this? So okay. Um, so my list is mainly going to consist of Muppet and Sesame Street and probably mostly Muppet, honestly. Uh, I love Sesame Street, but have at it. the characters from like just the Muppets are so incredible. So um, I have Rizzo the Rat oh. and, and Pepe the King Prawn. Okay. And mainly from <laughs> Muppet Treasure Island. Those two in that that movie <laughs> together are so good. I love yes. it. Yes. Um, or I mean, any any movie. Like I, I feel like they they tend to hang out together a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Rizzo the Rat, Pepe the King, the King Prawn. Um, I I I almost want to put Animal on there, but. Anybody from Labyrinth? No, I I honestly can't. I watched Labyrinth so long ago, I can't remember any of the characters, to be mm. completely honest. Like, I watched it when I was a kid. I don't think I've right, watched right, right. it since then. 
Um, no, I'm going to go uh, Sesame Street, and I got to give it to uh, Oscar the Grouch. I, I, okay. I, love, I love me some Oscar. Oh, and the last one, I think, is... What's the elephant's name? Must Mr. Snuffleupagus? Snuffleupagus? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's it for me. Those are my those are my top four. Whenever okay. I see those four Solid come picks. on the, as soon as I see those four come on the screen, like it brings a smile to my face. Or like when the kids want me to read a book and it's like they're in the book, I'm like, ah, oh, these are the best. I love them. I thought you were gonna say something I, like Skeeter or something. I was like, man, come on, Gary. <laughs> no, no, I have better taste than that. Um, <laughs> you want the, your favorite one is the stage manager. Okay. The stage manager. I like the two old men who are stuck, in, are always stuck in like the window. Stanley like and the, Waldorf. The, the, the front of the pirate ship in Muppet Treasure Island. They uh, have some <laughs> of the best bits in the Muppet Show. They really show, do. Dude. They oh. are so well written. <laughs> so oh. good. Uh, man, I, yeah, I honestly, it's hard to just pick four because I just want to keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so many incredible ones. Um, so that's it from the questions that uh, were written in. But like I said, I have a serious question here. And uh, we'll have to talk <coughs> on this very long because it's, uh, it's, I don't know. We'll see uh, how, how the discussion goes, I guess. <laughs> um, last week, I had mentioned that I was going to stream the game High on Life by Squanch Games because uh, JJ sung its praises. He's like, it's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. I've heard a lot of people say, hey, it's a it's a it's a really good game. Not necessarily a great game, perfect game, but it's a really good game and it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's enjoyable to play. And so I, I said on last week's episode, hey, I'm going to stream this game. I, like I've already been planning on streaming it and just never found the time, but I was going to make time this week. And it was literally like Tuesday or Wednesday. Like I think it was the day our episode came out Wednesday or something like that. All the news came out about Justin Roiland, head of Squanch Games, oh, uh, also yeah, co-cre- yeah. co-creator of you know Rick and Morty, and he has some other Hulu show. I forget what it's called. Op something opposite. Opposite. I don't know. I I could not for the life of you. Tell me. Tell Sol- you. Solar opposites. That's what it's called. It's on Hulu. Um, and I think he even has one more show, like Koala Man or something with Hugh Hugh Jackman in it. Um, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, he is charged, being charged for um, uh, battery. I think right. Yeah, I don't remember the exact thing he's being charged for, which I probably should know if I'm going to talk about it here. But basically, there was something that happened back in 2020. Uh, it was like a girlfriend at the time had reported it back then, 2020, but he's just now getting charged with it. It's just now kind of getting public now. Like people know about it. Like, oh, shoot. Uh, felony domestic violence charges. So, yeah, it's kind of come out that, oh, he's actually, and a lot of people are starting to come out. Like, it's it's one of those things where, like, now that he's been outed, like, other people are like, oh, yeah, he's he's a creepy, weird dude. Like, he sends me weird pictures and weird, like, says weird things in the DMs and all that. I mean, but um, honestly, look at the stuff he makes. Like, you don't think yeah, he's a weird dude? Come on now. I assumed he was a weird dude, but... uh I you got to have I, some I, kind I, of I basis, assumed, <laughs> some kind was, of foundation for that. I assumed he was weird just because he, uh, you know, is, you know, is this a, a nerd and was, you know, he, you know, he probably just lived in his parents' basement too long or whatever. Uh, apparently he's <laughs> from Stockton, California. Did you know that? He's really from oh, Stockton. Oh, no, he's from here. <laughs> so, yeah. So when I, when I first saw that, I was like, that explains a lot. He's from, I, <laughs> I, when I lived in, you know, Modesto, it's like 45 minutes from Stockton. It was or Stockton. Not even like a half hour. 2020. 
He yeah. had nothing else to do. He's weird. <laughs> um, anyways, so my, I guess my kind of semi-serious question is how, and I'm, I don't, I know there's not any like probably solid answer on this, but I don't know. Is it all right to play a game now? But, or like, like, let's talk specifically about video games. Cause I know there's a lot of different avenues we can go down. We can, I'm not saying we can't talk about those other things, but mm-hmm. I'm asking specifically, like, how, how does that make you feel and to, to play a, a game or is that all right to play the game that is so t- closely tied to this now garbage of garbage human being? Yeah, he's like, in I guess. It. He's in it. His voice is all the way through it. Because I guess in my mind, and I was kind of share my thoughts quick before you share yours to give you a second to think about it if you need it. Um, I I initially felt like, oh shoot, I can't play this game. Like I was like, I I do not feel right playing this game. I don't know if it's all right to stream. Like just because it's it is so closely tied <laughs> to Justin, um, and and who knows? And there's even apparently there's a report from 2018. Where uh, one of the employees there uh, uh, reported some sort of weird, like, sexual misconduct within the company, even. It wasn't with Justin, but it was, like, other things within the company at Squanch Games. Right. And I guess, like, nothing ended up happening. And I think even the employee ended up getting fired or something like that. Like, they just got rid of the one who complained. and Or they, they settled. I think they settled uh, out of court. They're just like, oh, you know, sweep it under the rug or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so with all that, it's like, oh, man, like... By playing this game, am I? Is that wrong, or is that supporting this in some way? And <clears throat> by the end of the weekend, uh, this last weekend, I was kind of feeling like, no, I think it's all right to play because there's so many other people who like make the game and who work on it. But I don't know. Again, I just want to bring it up and be like, what do you, what do you think, Adrian? And I guess listeners, like, leave your comments down and you know, if you're watching on I, YouTube, write below what you think or on the podcast, send, talk to us on Discord. But what do you guys think about like? This situation is like, is it okay now to play this game to is by me streaming it? Is that endorsing him or anything like that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I want to preface this first. I agree with you. I want to, I definitely want to hear. This is one of the ones where I want to hear people's feedback. I want to hear what the Discord is thinking or anybody who happens to listen to this, uh, either in audio or on YouTube. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, so we were kind of chatting a little bit in the beginning about before before we started recording really for for this and uh we were talking about how there's the argument that one should be able to separate the art from the artist right and i was saying that i can see that argument to an extent right like there's there's ways that you could separate the art from the artist and I feel like you have to kind of base that on a scale of what exactly, you know, they have done. Like, mm. and and I was saying before that there are things that are kind of like, this was not a good move for you to do. This definitely, you know, is reprehensible. But there's also other stuff like people who have been involved in human trafficking or, you know, uh, people who were murderers or something like that. That kind of stuff is like, Yo, you, I can't, anything you've touched, I don't want to put anything more in your pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there, like you were saying, there are people who work at Squanch Games or 
anywhere else that have had those issues. Um, a good example of this is I really like a game um, that came out a couple years ago called uh, uh, Indivisible. Uh, it was the, it was like a 2D hack and, not hack and slash, but like a platform fighter kind of deal. And some stuff came out about that one from the, the leader of the project. And unfortunately, uh, he ended up getting booted out of the company and the company got dissolved. And now we never get to hear anything from that team again because of the actions of that, that leader. And that's unfortunate because there were a lot of people there, and then just like at Squanch, that they didn't know any of this was going on. They didn't have any, you know, particular uh, involvement in it. And who's to say that everybody on that team even knew who Justin was, like Justin personally? You know, That's they might have just yeah. said, oh, he's just a big boss, you know, yeah, that I don't ever see. I've never met him. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> he He's not having dinner with everybody on the crew. You know what I mean? So. When you take that into account, um, it's easier to divorce that because, yes, Justin is involved. We're talking about this specific case, right? Like, yeah, he's involved and he's in the game, but he is quite honestly a small fraction of what that game is made up of, right? Like, there's dozens of artists. There's dozens of sound people. There's... um, you know, gameplay designers, coders, marketing, all that different kind of legal, all these different entities and and teams of people that are working, you know, giving their all because this is their passion. So for it to be thrown away because one element of it um, turned out not to be the best person, I would say it's kind of unfair to the rest of them. And you can make the argument, and and people are well within their rights to, right? Like, a bad apple spoils the bunch. I don't want anything to do with it. I totally get you, right? That's it, And that's how you feel. I understand it, because you don't want to put anything that could put it in that money in that person's pocket, right? Because of what yeah. they've done. I get that. But at the same time, me seeing the big picture, right? the the problematic element has been removed at this point and now only thing that is left is the people who had no involvement in it so that's kind of where i'm at with it is yeah he has been dealt with he's not he's maybe indirectly just because he he is a creator on it profiting from it but he's not like actively involved in it anymore right um, and I know the big hot ticket item right now, like we were talking about before the show too, and, um, is, uh, the Hogwarts game coming out. Right. Um, Porky games. That was called. Yeah. Like they've, they, at the, this is, this is kind of a similar situation, right? Where the creator of the, the property has done some things that are not okay by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And Porky has come out and said, look, we just wanted, we really like Harry Potter and we wanted to make this game. We don't have anything to do. We don't want nothing to do with her, right? We yeah, just want to make yeah. a cool Harry Potter game. <laughs> and there are people who are like, yo, I don't want to put money in JK's pocket. And I respect that. But at the same time, 
if they're coming out and saying, hey, we don't want anything to do with her, it's unfortunate that she's going to benefit off of this indirectly because she is entitled to it. She created it. But we love this IP and we wanted to make something from it that, you know, doesn't align with her sensibilities and whatever. So if somebody wanted to buy the game, I'm not going to fault them. If somebody didn't want to buy the game, I'm not going to fault them either. I feel like both perspectives can be respected. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm sitting with it. And, and then you can kind of take that logic and apply it to high on life. So if you didn't want to play it anymore, Garrett, I'm with you. I get it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to put any money in this person's pocket because they've done things that are reprehensible and you don't want to support them at all. But if you want to continue to support game developers who are making this game and probably making expansion content and really didn't have anything to do with this at all to keep this thing going, to keep art going in the, in the, in the game industry, I support your decision there too. So it's really up to the sensibilities of the individual. Yeah. And again, I also want to base this on, it's also up to what the person has done, right? Like there are things where, I'm not I'm we're done with this whatever this property is, right? Like if you're a murderer, I'm not Yeah. I, I'm sorry, out, Dev team. You guys are killer. done. Yeah, yeah, you, you guys are killer. done. You come out as like supporting Adolf Hitler, you know. Yeah. Yeah, your music's <laughs> done. Your game is done. Whatever project you're working on, it's out of here. You know what yeah. I mean? And and that sounds terrible because I don't want to downplay domestic abuse cuz it is definitely a horrible thing. Um, and he will be legally dealt with, so he will feel the repercussions of this. Yeah. And I don't want to advocate it being like, oh, it's not as bad as murder, so it's okay. But I'm just saying there are things where you're automatically like, everything is done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I, I like what you said there, and and just with like, I that's what initially I was kind of feeling like what you mentioned before, like you know bad apple spoils a whole bunch kind of thing and that's how i was at first I was like oh no nope, i'm done and but yeah by the end of the weekend i really was kind of coming around on it and and the other tricky thing is like it's on game pass so i didn't pay for it i've already installed it they already got paid for right. it so it's like i i've already like that money is going his way whether i play the game or not so why mm-hmm. spoil my potential enjoyment on something that yeah he created like co-created but like again there was like so many other people on the team other people who was on the writing team, other people who was on like the character creation team, like all this stuff. Like, yeah, why, why should they, they suffer? So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think more and more I was starting to lean that way, but again, I just want to kind of open up the discourse and hear what you thought. And, and again, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, like leave a comment with your thoughts or join us over at supergamerboys.com slash discord, join our discord. And I don't know, chat about it respectfully. You know, we're yeah. all about, we're, we're all about, you know, Let's have a discussion within uh, not, reason within we're not going to be a bunch of jerks about it. You know, I, 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 I'm a huge advocate of like, we can agree to disagree on things. So if you're going to come in there and like have a different uh, point of view, great, but don't be, don't, don't be a bunch of jerks in there. I'll tell Bucha. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay to not like things. Yeah. Don't be a dick about the things you don't like. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll think about it a little more and who knows, maybe I will stream it or maybe I won't end up streaming it. Maybe I'll just play it myself and just enjoy yeah, it. Whichever way you want to go, stream, I'm, so. I'm with you. But thanks. Thanks for your, your input there, Adrian. And, 
And again, everyone else, I'd love to hear from you. It's the reverse mailbag. I'm sending the mailbag. <laughs> I'm sending the mail out to you guys. Give me your answers. This is an outbox. An outbox. <laughs> All righty. Let's get on with the show here. Uh, show notes. Where are my show notes? <clears throat> I'm lost without my show notes. Oh, right, 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 right. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. <clears throat> it's now time for the nerdy nudes. By the way, if you haven't noticed, JJ is not here tonight. Uh, we, Once again, I just love how we've gotten into the rhythm where we don't even acknowledge it at the beginning I of mean, the show. I mean, couldn't you tell by the like, lack of screaming children in the background that he wasn't here? <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, of course, was, I don't know. He said he was busy watching The Last of Us. I was like, really? You're fair. skipping the show for The Last of Us? Fair, fair. I don't blame him, but I was going to say I fair because that, that first episode was a doozy. Oh man, I, I I'm gonna talk about it a little later. I'll be my spoiler. It's my what you playing section. Cause I, oh, you're cheating, I, huh? Because I, I I did not play any games this last week, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about the Last of Us. Uh, but this first news story comes to us from GameSpot over over at GameSpot. I already said that uh, by Evan Campbell. Microsoft officially announces Xbox and Bethesda developer direct for January 25th. Microsoft will put four studios in the spotlight for a developer direct presentation at noon Pacific time on January 25th. The event will center on the Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsports, Minecraft Legends, and Redfall. Xbox and Bethesda will air the live stream on their respective Twitch and YouTube channels, but Microsoft says the developers, Arcane Austin, Mojang Studios, Turn 10 Studios, and ZeniMax Online Studios will present big features and extended gameplay showcases on their titles, according to Xbox Wire. For example, Arcane Austin is planning to show off single and multiplayer gameplay footage for Redfall. The studio will also talk more about combat, customization, bosses for F- for the FPS. Redfall re- will reportedly launch in May, though no release date has been given. This event may clarify the situation. Um, <clears throat> this is a little editor note from me. Uh, there, So before this was announced, this developer direct, it was leaked. And part of that leak was that Redfall will be launching on May 2nd. So, so far, half of that per- that leak is true. I assume the other half is also true, but we'll just have to wait and see, wait for the direct to actually see what's going on with that. But mm-hmm. uh, details are more vague for the Forza Motorsports. Turn 10 will apparently share more gameplay and exciting new details per Microsoft. That said, this developer direct is about titles launching in the next few months, alluding to the fact the racing game will arrive sooner than later. The Elder Scrolls Online fans can expect to learn more about the next major chapter update for the MMO on top of new playable regions of Tamriel. Meanwhile, the Minecraft Legends segment will zero in on the PvP multiplayer experience for the game. If you're wondering about Starfield, Microsoft says a standalone show in the future will focus on the title from Bethesda Game Studios that seemingly confirms the report from earlier this week regarding the now official Xbox Games Showcase. So, Adrian, <clears throat> with hearing that, um, I guess with the leak, at least, of uh, the Redfall potentially coming out in May, uh, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? On them doing their own direct? Because this is a whole new thing. So, like, question number one, what are your kind of th- your thoughts on that? Because this is kind of the first time doing this outside of, like, their normal, you know, E3 thing. And then uh, the second question being, yeah, what do you think this means for Starfield? Like, is Starfield coming out? Could it be like a summer release? 
you know, Redfall is uh, a spring. Do you think Starfield? So those are kind of my two questions. What are your thoughts on this direct? How do you feel about it? You know, is will this be, be a recurring segment you think from them? And uh, yeah, thoughts on the whole, what that means for Starfield. So first things first, they got to get another name. Direct is already taken. Right. Stop it's trying a, to piggyback off of somebody else's thing. This is called a developer direct, not just a direct. Same difference. <laughs> they're gonna are they gonna say developer direct when when they're talking about it colloquially, no, or are they gonna call it a direct? They're gonna call it an Xbox direct. <laughs> Find your own name. Yeah, everyone else has their own thing. Like it's Nintendo Direct, State of Play, State of Play. Like, come on, Xbox, come up with something. Great. Right. I don't know. Inside the box, something. Figure it out. Uh. So. Starfield is not going to be at this showcase, or Correct. did I did I no, hear you Star, wrong? Yeah, Starfield will not be here. Apparently, there's another showcase coming soon afterwards uh, that's going to focus just on Starfield. Okay, so that means it's probably got to be what within the next month, because the last time we saw it was in that showcase where they were like, "This is going to be everything within the first six months of 2023." So there's no way it could come out. It would have if it was summer. It had to be June. Yeah, that it would drop unless they're gonna have to push Starfield back again. And if that happens, everybody's gonna lose all faith in Xbox. I I know. Last week I said that like as soon as Starfield's ready, they just need to drop it. Like it's like I I think I even project, predicted like maybe they maybe they release Starfield before Redfall, which would be crazy, but. If Redfall is supposed to come out in May, like that might be the case. Like, what if like we get it in if we get Starfield in like March? Because we need because that, that would be crazy to go like May Redfall and then like a month later like and Starfield like <laughs> like boom boom. It'd be crazy, but it's what they need to do, right? They didn't. Yeah. They they need to start having an output, right? They didn't drop really anything last year. They didn't have any. Uh, there was only one. One game that I think they published, but it wasn't even their develop. It wasn't an Xbox developer. It was just Xbox right. published. It was Scorn, if I remember correctly. That, that yeah, that, that's they all just, they put out last That's year. what I'm saying. So there's no Microsoft Game Studios games released in 2022, which yeah. is crazy when you ask me to buy a $500 box. That's <laughs> yeah. wild. Yep. <laughs> um. So they, the the Starfield showcase needs to be i'd say no later than the end of march i mean i feel like planning to get i feel like the game needs to even come out yeah i think it's the same thing where like when they did the halo thing and they're like we're dropping the multiplayer today i think they need to do that i need we're dropping starfield today you know because um yeah if they if they bungle this and they have to go outside of june you know their name is mud for the foreseeable future because now you can't trust anything they say yeah so they and and i'm sure they know that so technically when they said everything we're showing here is coming out in the next year at that point it was still coming out in november and then they delayed it from november to indefinitely don't know so does that does that mean what they said before still counts or does that nullify what they said before no, because they put it in that showcase with the intent that it's going to come out in the next year. So if they already delayed it, then their name's already mud. Yeah, because because remember it's supposed to come out in November. They they had this that that uh, that they had the conference in in June. They're like, hey, everything that you see here is coming out next year. Starfield was one of them, and then they even announced, hey, it's coming out in November, and then come 
what was October, they delayed it to we don't know when. There's like next year sometime. So, I mean, in my mind, they've they're already like it, it almost like nullifies it. I wonder or I wonder if in their head that almost nullifies the argument like, oh, no, we can release it later now. Not that I think they should, but I don't mm. know. That's my worry is now they feel like, oh, since we've delayed it indefinitely, that kind of gives us freedom to like push to next holiday or something, which would be insane. Like they, they can't do that, but they can't. They can't. That's three. That's three years without a high profile Microsoft Studios title. That's crazy in this generation. Um, yeah. Only thing I can think about from this particular showcase is that my uncle is going to be incredibly excited about this. He is a huge Elder Scrolls fan. He has put hundreds of hours into really? Elder Scrolls Online. Yes. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's told me multiple times about he'll be playing to like 2, 3 in the morning. And I'm like, man, you are tougher than me. Because oh, 1030 starts to hit and I'm looking at my bed like, ugh looking kind of good over there you know <laughs> so it's very rare that i stay up for anything that late but he he is a huge elder scrolls online fan so i'm gonna have to tell him relay everything that we see to him so he can know what's going on Heck yeah i'm surprised you haven't joined him teamed up with him played it um I, i've been on i didn't tell you i i just uh bought the uh console version of um final fantasy 14 so uh, I can get back into it on there and I'll have to yeah. sit in front of my, my PC. I can lay down on the bed and play it if I want to. That's awesome. That's my, that's my, uh, sink. It's my first MMO. Give me a break. Give me a break. All right. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome that your uncle's super into it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious, like how many expansions they even have for that? I, I, I feel like I hear, I know they've had quite a few cause it's been every, out for a while. Yeah. It's just like every once in a while I hear like something about like, Oh yeah, I forgot that was a game. Like a couple years ago, my brother got into it and he was like, you should get it. And I think I, I didn't buy it, but I think I, they did like a free weekend. I downloaded trial. it and I didn't even play it. I think I installed it and then never even played the, the trial. <laughs> I was like, Man. your brother was like, Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, at that point, I think I want to say it was during 2020 though. And so he's in the military and they had a lot of the military went hardcore with their quarantines. Like he literally was like locked in his house for like ever, like way beyond even uh, like so he had nothing but time. Oh, I, oh, if you, so there, he started a realm for the super gamer boys. If you don't know, there's a Minecraft, a Minecraft realm. I should specify, uh, that my brother, you know, he moderates and maintains and pays for like, that's for the super gamer boys. So if you, if you listen, How to have watch I never us, heard about this. Yeah. Uh, hit him up on, on discord and you know, uh, he should be able to send you an invite, I think. But anyways, he, he is a freaking like castle and like all this underground lair. Like it's crazy. He spent like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of Minecraft during quarantine. But then like after he got bored of that, I think he went to like Elder Scrolls and he started playing that. And I was like, dude, like by the time I got into it that free weekend, I'm like, you're so far ahead of me. Like there's no way. There's no way. Um, I have a couple of friends who are like that, um, who are playing uh, Final Fantasy. And I'm like, I don't even tell them when I get on because I just want to like experience it because yeah, I'd made that mistake, and well, I was like, "Hey, I started playing." Along. Pretty much, and I was like, "Hey, I was I started playing Final Fantasy," and then they all bombarded in the game, and they threw me like fifty million dollars, and I'm like, "No, I want to earn the money. Leave me alone." <laughs> You're just like, "No, I want to earn the experience." Here's this super high level armor. Here's this this all this money. I'm like, "No, no, no, let me do it." <laughs> you know? Oh man. 
See, I'm the opposite. When I jump in at my mom, I'm like, give me all the good stuff because I don't have time to grind it out. Just get, <laughs> get me at the top and then I can play with you because that's what's fun is playing with people to me. Yeah. It's like, I don't care about all the other crap, uh, all the grind and everything. It's like if I, you know, people would be like, oh, come play Destiny 2 with me. I'm like, no. Nah, Absolutely not. Too much, too much time. Takes too much, too much work. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I, so it, half of that leak being correct, you know, that there's a developer direct, I imagine the other half is also true. I think Redfall is probably coming out in May, maybe not May 2nd, but sometime in May. And I, it seems crazy, but yeah, I, I, I think, uh, uh Starfield has to come out before then. Mm-hmm. Like if it's any later, which is unfortunate because I feel like that's going to eat into Starfield. Uh, to to Redfall's sales and stuff like that. Maybe I mean they're very different games. So as genre wise, it won't eat into sales. But as far as Xbox exclusive Xbox first party games, if you know if you're more of an Xbox fanboy than a specific genre, then I feel like it's just un- unfortunate for Redfall all the way around. But uh, at the same time, like I don't know, they don't have a choice. Like, it'd be absolutely absurd if they delayed Starfield any farther than than June. Like, if it's not out by June, like, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> I'd be worried about the project at that point. Yeah. You need a I, whole extra year? What's going on? I mean, granted, like we always say when when Starfield comes up, you and I are in the, in the min- minority because uh, that preview yeah. did not look good. <laughs> well, from what I re- – a lot of people did not like the preview – I think in general, at least a lot the of people one we saw I've at the showcase. To, yeah, I haven't I'll, seen anything since then. A lot of people I, I remember talking to, like they, they also kind of felt similarly, but uh, it, it was, but then there was like kind of this uptick in, in popularity because of like that. We talked about it. What was it last week or two, a few weeks ago where co- apparently play testers were really enjoying it. So now there's all of a sudden this like very positive vibe towards Starfield, And I'm just like, ah, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, again, if they have to keep delaying it, it might, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Bethesda. <laughs> now, I was trying to think back. Bethesda, uh, historically, they haven't really delayed too many of their games, like with the Fallout games, right? Like, they usually come out pretty much when they say. They come out buggy well, they, as heck. I was going to say, that's but... why they come out on time is because they come out broken and they fix it along the way. Yeah. Fallout, so it's, Skyrim. It's just, it's just interesting that this is like the first time they're taking it so seriously they're like no it needs to come out bug free is i is it i want it's probably just because they're owned by xbox okay now. bethesda you've yeah. never not once shipped a a bug free game or a major bug free game <laughs> yeah. there's definitely going to be some especially gonna, now that it sounds like they're rushing to get it out yeah it's going to feel wrong if there isn't bugs honestly like, yeah at this point like this isn't a bethesda game if it's not a that's little the best weird. part is is <laughs> you you were there at launch and you could be like oh no well, people who first start playing it yeah oh you weren't there you weren't back there when in, it first came out and it was all it was bugs everywhere you back in my day <laughs> right back in my I, day uh, my console blew up when i started it <laughs> I went to uh, I went to leave the general store and uh, suddenly I got teleported to the end of the game in the final <laughs> boss battle. <laughs> it was three giants and I didn't have any armor on. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, let's move on to this next story here. These last two are actually kind of connected, as you could tell from the the intro at the beginning of the show here. Uh, so this first one here comes from IGN, written by Rebecca Valentine. Ubisoft cancels three unannounced games and delays Skull and Bones for the sixth time. Just cancel it. Cancel it. (laughs) Cancel it. What are you doing? 
Um, crazy. In a press release today, Ubisoft outlined a new strategy for the remainder of its fiscal year, as well as lowered expectations for the last fiscal quarter. Ubisoft explains the move as a result of the company facing major challenges as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and long-lasting titles than, uh, than can reach players across the globe, across platforms and business models. When Ubisoft notes its goals has been to build large, overarching global brands, the release adds that games from this investment phase have yet to be released, while our recent launches have not performed as well as expected. Specifically, you don't the press- say... Specifically, the press release later calls out Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Hope as underperforming in the final weeks of 2022 and early January, despite an ambitious marketing plan. Just Dance 2023 underperformed as well. That's because they stopped releasing on the Wii. You know, that's <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. If they, if they kept releasing it on the Wii, they'd probably be getting all the That is so stuff. crazy to me. People still have Wii's plugged in to play yeah. Just Dance in, in 2022. Because that was, yeah, that was like, was I think, yeah, it was 2022 was the last year they did it, right? Or was it 2021? Yeah, it's it, the same engine. So why absolutely not? crazy. Uh, in response to these issues, Ubisoft is delaying Skull and Bones for the sixth time and is also canceling three unannounced projects on top of the Make four. Make it ar- four. Cancel Skull and Bones. Yeah, right. Well, it says uh, canceling three on top of the four already canceled last year. So it canceled four last year. Canceled another three this, just now. So what what, what the world do they have coming? Uh, Nothing. Absolutely crazy. For Skull and Bones specifically, the new target looks to be early 2023, 2024. Oh, my God. Uh, so it says they're delaying it another year. No, no, no. Well, possibly it says the soonest we could see it is April of this year, but it could be as late as, uh, December of this year, or even beginning of next year. That's kind of what they're saying. So yeah, it could be with as, as soon as just a couple months and as late as a whole, a whole year, basically (laughs) crazy. Um, there it goes on and on more, but, uh, I, what a fall from grace Ubisoft has had over the last, like, five six ten years. years uh yeah i guess really ten ten uh i don't know about that long maybe five or six years right i guess i don't know without without ten seeing years a was when assassin's creed was jumping off uh Maybe. shortly before that we got beyond good and evil yeah uh rayman was 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 jumping so they were doing good at that time i'm bringing up a list of their games in like a timeline because i want to see <coughs> excuse me um isn't okay. watchdogs ubisoft Yes, it is. Um, I'm going to be real. I got a hot take. All right. Watch Dogs is not a good series. I've never played any of them, so I don't. I tried to play the first one. I got bored out of my (laughs) mind. I tried to play the second one because I'm like, oh, cool. It's a spy, you know, a spy thriller game based in the Bay Area. I might know some stuff here. (laughs) It is the corniest dialogue and cutscenes I think I've seen in the game in a while. And I just that that totally turned me off. And the radio, the radio stations and the DJs are on there are really corny too. I was just like, no, I really? can't do it. Can't <laughs> no. do it. And then um, Legion turned out to not be good. So it's kind of like ugh, it's not a good series. I'm sorry. It's a it's a neat idea. It's just not right. executed well. Right. Um, man, yeah, I can't even I'm looking at what they've made in the last like 13 years. Uh now Splinter I will Cell, say Splinter Cell Convictions was good back in 2012, like 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say some of their best work um, I, of recent games has been Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I really enjoyed okay. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. A um, lot of people I heard did. Now I put I about not... 40 hours into it. I would say. 
Okay. So you so you got through the tutorial mission at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then opened up to the world where there was like literally 800 icons and it would have taken me hours to get from one side of the map to the other. Jeez. I'm I'm I, I'm exaggerating, but not but barely, that much. Yeah, actually. barely. <laughs> <laughs> so it honestly has been about ten years since Ubisoft's put out anything good. Like ten years ago, was uh, Far Cry Three, <laughs> and then since then, oh, Far oh, that's Cry right, 4. They, they are Far Cry, huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, since then, nothing really. Like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, that was not really. People didn't really like that. That was the one, one that forced them to to take a break and start doing every other year for uh, Assassin's Creed. Because it was like that, so yeah. bad and buggy. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I it's just sad because back in the day it was like uh, for myself and, and I, I remember it so fondly because it's my, my dad loved Ubisoft. Like when he heard Ubisoft was coming out with a new game, like it was a must buy. You buy, mm-hmm. especially if it had Tom Clancy in the title, but really anything. Like he was down for Ubisoft, whatever. So he's um, down for some X cross, def- whatever that, that well, ultra so he, game, he the was. one that got canceled yeah, probably XD or X Defiance or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, keyword was though like he, he Altair totally, fighting, <laughs> fighting <yeah>. Ghost Recon. <laughs> um, and but yeah, the last ten years, like everything has been mediocre at best from them other than like I don't know, yeah, a lot of people liked Odyssey. I didn't play it because I played Origins, Assassin's Creed Origins, and just. Did it was not okay. enjoy it and then went to Odyssey. I like the world of Origins, but this like the gameplay itself is just like, oh, like this isn't doesn't feel yeah. the same. No, Odyssey core, is that refined. Core uh, Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. Um, so it's just sad to see. Right? Like they've turned into this and and you know, recently they sold the Tencent now. So it's like they're not even their own, you know, their own thing. They're owned by Well, Tencent. they only did that to stop uh Vivendi. Vivendi yeah. from overtaking them. So it's like uh, they're not even like their own, you know, per, per, they're not their, their own. They don't own their company at all. Like they're just <laughs> owned by someone else. They make they have these subpar like franchises and games that are coming out. And it's just it's such a bummer. Well, the weird that and that's the weird part, right? They were so worried about Vivendi coming over and taking over. And they're like, no, we have so much to offer. What? Yeah. What, what? is it that you have? To, what, what were you fighting so hard to not have Vivendi overtake you? to produce that you believe so heartily in you uh, can't have done all that just for mario rabbits that's the only like <laughs> standout stellar game you've made recently yeah, yeah. no uh, yeah seriously yeah like the the rabbit series has been so good uh the, right recently like the mario plus rabbits fantastic oh they also did the south park games oh yeah those are really good the stick of truth and fractured butthole fractured butthole yeah those are both really good actually um, see but that look how few and far between yeah. and that like if you could see this list on on my screen right now they've put out like a couple <laughs> probably a couple hundred games in the last 10 years if not more because they're a huge they have tons of studios like within ubisoft mm-hmm. it's not just like ubisoft there's like montreal there's paris san there's francisco Quebec, there's barcelona there's toronto there's uh there's kiev there's like they're everywhere they're everywhere everywhere, everywhere. so you know, they put out like over a hundred games in the last ten years or more, and like we've named like three that are good. I was gonna say maybe I was I was gonna be generous and say like maybe six, seven. Yeah, yeah. absolutely crazy. Um, so bummer. Uh, but kind of to play off of that, here's the last news story: is 
Assassin's Creed fans were hungry for a smaller scale game, which again, that's that was my problem with them. They're getting a little, little too big. Uh, so the, a little, the, a little, yeah. Uh, so this comes from uh, VGC, written by Tom Ivan over there. Assassin's Creed Mirage creative director has said that the community's desire for a smaller scale game was a big influence on its development for the outset. So if you don't know. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is the next, I think it's the next one to release, probably this year in 2023, um, takes place in 9th century Baghdad, um, described as a special tribute to the first Assassin's Creed. Please uh, be Mar- 15 hours. Please be 15 hours. Right. Oh, yeah. Please. I don't. I don't need a crazy, like, 100-hour game. Give me something that I can be in, like, 20 or less. That'd be great. Uh, Mirage's creation has been the convergence of several inputs, creative director Stephanie Bowden told GamesRadar. Of course, the first one comes from our community. Origins, Odyssey, Valhalla, they are all great games with the promise to live an epic journey and a strong fantasy. Their scopes, have, yeah, their scopes have been calibrated to fulfill those ambitions as they all embrace the RPG mechanics. But amongst our fans, we started hearing the desire for a character-driven story focused on the core pillars of the first ACs in a more intimate scale. It resonates with us as well as developers, and this was the starting point of the project. Mirage sees players take control of Basim. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. I apologize. Do your best. Uh, Basim Ibn Isak, a street thief with a mysterious past who joins the Hidden Ones on a quest for answers. With its more condensed scope and clear focus on Basim, and his coming-of-age story, our main goal with Mirage is to provide a total immersion in 9th century Baghdad uh, and the key events of the time for the Hidden Ones, Bowden said. We want this game to be a standalone that everyone could enjoy. Uh, He also said Ubisoft Bordeaux has reworked stealth tools, including familiar ones like the smoke bomb and throwing knives with new upgrades that allow players to reinvent them to fit perfectly with your playstyle. Mirage okay. is one of the six upcoming Assassin's Creed games discussed during Ubisoft product showcase last sep- September. They're um, already at it. You yeah. should just have two. Have this one and the Japan one and call it a day. Crazy. Yeah. So the next flagship series entries are after Mirage are codenamed Red, which is the one in Japan. Uh, Hex, which is that one looks sick, too, because it looks like it could be like have horror elements. It's like the one that looks like it could be like the Salem Witch Trials. Remember that one? I haven't heard about this one. You don't remember that? All they showed was like an image. It was just, it looks like maybe a, that's why. Uh, it was like or it, it was a trailer, but it like was like these trees, and the camera pans down, and then suddenly, uh, like this, it's like it follows a string. At the end of the string is this weird like looks like something from the Blair Witch Project, but it's the Assassin's Creed logo. Huh. So it's like it looks like it's like bit made out of sticks. But so it's, it's gonna like, be supernatural, kind of. I don't. They that's all they that's all they shared. It's called it's okay. codename codename Hex. That one actually might kind of be cool. And and it has uh, it's like very obvious like which kind of like almost like uh like we don't even know the time time period, but people are speculating like uh, maybe like uh, uh uh what is it the Salem witch trials or something like that. Like that'd be kind of crazy. So we'll see. Um and obviously there's Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is the franchise hub world thing smash brothers whatever that is so um, it's uh assassins x defiant yeah right so i i'm totally down for for this uh i wish it was a different like 
part of the world and time period because just looking at this the concept art and screenshots here like it does just look like the first one it looks like the first assassin's creed i'm fine uh, with that the first one fine. was a good one i'm fine with that no, go back wait, to what works that's fine like if basically we're just getting an hd remaster of the first one a remake of the first one great fantastic uh, i know they're i know they're different time periods people are going to come at me and be like how dare you that's racist for just saying this all the same that's that's not what i meant i know they're different but you know what i mean like it's just common sense <laughs> dictates you know they know what you meant yeah <laughs> Well, you never know. I people would fair, be like, fair, fair. There's those people out there who'd be like, Ninth Century Baghdad is not the same as blah blah blah. How dare you just assume it's like? I <laughs> Tell Ubisoft that, not me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones. No, um, I, I'm, I'm excited for this though, and, but I, yeah, Ubisoft just gets off track so quick, so it just scares me. It's like they're saying this now, but I feel like this game could come out and be good, and then they get their head stuck up their butt and then they're like way over here and it's like no we're no, no, back no, to no, the no, old no. way like, here's a big back. map yeah come back no take it stop <laughs> i don't know uh are you how now you liked odyssey were you fans of like the the older assassin's creed as well like yeah uh, one now, and two i really liked okay yeah. um three was okay four was pretty fun that was Black the one, Flag. the pirate one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't play so any more until... So many what? people... I've heard so many people who just love 4. I never played it. I love 1 The ship one combat two. is really fun. Yeah, I played 1 and 2. I played 3, and I I did enjoy it. I never finished it, but I I, I enjoyed what I did. And just, yeah, somehow dropped off at 4. And the, I, I didn't pick up an Assassin's Creed until... So I went 1, 2, 3, and then went to Origins, basically. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot in there I missed. But... uh. Yeah, I was yeah, curious. I went, like, I went one, two, four, nothing after that till Odyssey. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. And what's bizarre is there's a lot of games in between there. Like, yes. they put out so many. It's like, whoa. And that's um, also a problem. Yeah, it really is. They need it to basically, focus. Basically, Assassin's Creed turned into Call of Duty. Or is this yeah. coming out every year? It's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> um, but are, were you you're generally favorable of those older ones though right like like yeah. with, with this news you're you're, you're excited about that. i'm into it's it kind of yeah because that's to... I, that's what i want i want them to go back to a i want a more focused story-based um smaller in scale but mm-hmm. not small in ambition okay you know when you have a big space like that it's easy to just go Oh, this is all desert texture and put some trees yeah. out there and call it a day. But when you have a much smaller uh world, that that the challenge then is to make it dynamic and make it feel alive and make it make it feel bigger uh, than it is. Make it right, make it feel make it much more dense. Yeah. In that smaller space. Yeah. So whatever drive- effort you were going to make with a big map, you can condense it all into a small map. 100%. I'd rather have the the facade that it's a big world then actually have the big world that's just empty you know? right give me a small world that's so full of life and crazy stuff going on and like moving parts and characters right. like that, i can go into like, every store i can go into people's houses and steal stuff yeah. i could do whatever i whatever if i'm looking for a target it, it could be anywhere in the map yeah that kind of density yeah trick me into thinking it's a huge open world without actually making a huge open world because mm-hmm. that's what i care about like i don't care about riding my horse for 20 minutes across the map or sailing just, a ship for a half an hour yeah <laughs> like just get me to where i need to go and great fantastic and have a super lived in world that's that would be awesome but 
All right. It's not even uh, relaxing sailing either. Like like Wind Waker. Wind Waker used to have a long a lot of sailing, but like with the music and the breeze going over your head, wow. you just feel like, man, let's just go. Let's just sit back and kick wherever it. Wherever you want to go, I'm with you, you know? But <laughs> with with uh Assassin's Creed, you have to manage all your people who are like rowing. You have oh, to geez. make sure the ship is upgraded. It's just like, uh, no, no, I'm good. It's just like stressful. It was fun in four, I don't need it again. You know? All right. Well, that is it for the Nerdy Nudes this week. Uh, Now, it is time for our Patreon ad. That's right. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there starting at just a buck a month. You can get episodes early and ad-free. Uh, you can get uh, this show early and ad-free right after the show when we're done streaming live on Monday nights. Shut down the show, edit the show. I put it up there on podcast services within, usually within the hour of finishing up. So you can be supporting us and uh, get those episodes on Monday night. You don't have to wait until Wednesday night. And you get it ad-free. So this right here that you're listening to, you don't have to keep listening to this. You, I cut this out for you guys. So it just goes right from Nerdy Nudes into what you're playing you don't have to listen to this and you don't have to listen to the other ads that are also included on uh, the podcast versions at the you know the the front end bumpers that happen as well i know there's other ads with our uh podcast network that we're a part of so if you want to skip out on all of those uh support us on patreon starting at just a buck uh five bucks a month you can get uh episodes early and ad free and you get the show notes you know what we're going to talk about ahead of time you can leave your own questions comments concerns about the mailbag about uh the news segments we're going to do everything right there on the show doc so while we're recording we can see it we can see what you wrote we can share it on the show share your thoughts to share your questions share your concerns uh on the news stories that we're talking about on the the mailbag questions that were that were asked um, so support us there if you want to have a little more uh, direct uh, impact on on the show that we record each and every week as well. Ten bucks a month, you get a shout out on the show as a super gamer sponsor, and then fifteen bucks a month, you can be a Patreon producer where you can actually pitch us a segment, and uh, you know we'll give the old college try on the show. Uh, we've done losing reviews in the past where we watched uh, bad movies. And, uh, you know, Ruth Ruth does on the podcast. Uh, Adrian used to do Super Indie Boys. And uh, I'm trying to think. We've had a couple other ones. But, um, yeah, if you want to support us at the Patreon producer tier, very much appreciate all the folks who do uh, support us at all the tiers. We thank you all for your support. And, uh, yeah, like I said at the top of the show, if you want to be awesome just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, now we also have, uh, uh, we stream live on Twitch Monday nights when we record the show, twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. You can subscribe for free. That's right. Normally it costs five bucks, but if you have Amazon prime, you can link it to your Twitch account and, uh, use your prime gaming sub. It's free each and every month cost you zero dollars and we get five bucks out of it. And you also get to use our emotes all around Twitch on other channels that you watch and enjoy. So um, think about doing that. Like I said, doesn't cost you anything and uh, helps support the show in that way. Last but not least, W.GG. If you are looking for (laughs) some... uh, I got to do it for him. He's not here. Go ahead. All right, all right. If you're looking for an energy drink that... It doesn't give you the jitters. You're not going to get a crash. Uh, it's going 
gonna help you uh, get through your day, uh, help your brain function better. Neurofactor in there, whatever that is. It's a proprietary. Gonna help other organs function what. too. Uh, check out uh, W.GG. Use our code SGB to get 10% off. That helps support the show as well. They got incredible flavors. Uh, they're gluten-free, sugar-free. Um, and uh, like I said, no, no jitters or crash. That's the big thing. You know, it's the worst getting an energy drink and getting all shaky or like within a couple hours just feeling like, oh, I need to take a nap now. Like at that point, what's what's the point? You tried that new it? one, the push and punch? The what? Isn't that a new one? Uh, I don't, there is a new one. I forget what it's called. I probably should know since this is the ad spot. I probably should talk about the new flavor, but I have not tried it. Uh, oh yeah, it's called Big Energy Tears. It's blue raspberry. Well, there's that one and there's Push and Punch. That's a new oh, one that I wanted to try. Oh, there is Push and Punch. Okay, so a Big Energy Tears is the one that just came out. But yeah, you're right. I think a couple weeks ago they just put out Push and Punch. Um, they both sound really good. So I think the new one is a blue raspberry. What's the push and punch? What's that supposed to be? It's a uh, it fruit is... punch and lemon lime. Oh, that's probably amazing. So we maybe we need to buy some of these. I'll, maybe I'll send you the push and punch and I'll get the uh, the blue raspberry one. That way we I'm can down. talk about it on the on the show. So, um, but yeah, go check it out. Remember to use our code SGB so you get ten percent off and we get a little bit of kickback. Help support the show. So it doesn't 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 cost you anymore that's what's great i don't know how they do it somehow they give you a discount and they still have money left over to, to give us a cut of it so it's great <laughs> i love it um and and i love the product too so go check it out today if you're looking for that good good energy without the bad bad crash all right that's it for the ads let's get back to the show All right, this is the part of the show, Adrian, where I ask you, what you playing? I don't even know why you asked. You know what I've been playing. I do know what you've been playing. Go ahead and share with the good people you've been playing. You know I've been playing One Piece Odyssey. Come yeah, on now. Yeah. What else what, is, <laughs> what else is there to play right now? Are you, are you, are you joking? Nothing. Uh, I haven't played anything. It, I'll, spoiler alert. I already said earlier in the show, I haven't played anything. So you're right. There's nothing else to play. And that's why I'm not playing anything. Uh, I am in love with this game, and of course, I have a huge bias because I am a massive uh, One Piece fan. <laughs> oh, look at uh, that! Of course, a few audio listeners. It's I have the, okay. I have a, a straw hat tattoo for the audio listeners on my <laughs> arm, so it's not going anywhere. Um, but even still, this game combines two things that I really like. Uh, it feels like. It's it's One Piece crossed with Dragon Quest. That's what it feels like as far as oh, you know. If okay. I had to if I had to describe it to somebody, right? And I also really like Dragon Quest a lot. I think Dragon Quest is phenomenal. Um, so it's it's like those two put together. And honestly, I think it's a breath of fresh air because every anime game that's come out in like the last few years has always just been like a big arena fighter or. Uh, a Street Fighter clone, you know, where it's 1v1. So for them to break tradition, especially with the uh, IP as big as One Piece, and it works, uh, is a major accomplishment. It's pretty much fully voiced. This battle system is really fun. It's a little easy, but I'm pretty sure they're going to add a hard mode in later. 
Okay, that's what I've heard. I've seen a lot of complaints online. People are just like, it's just way too easy. Like, yeah, even even in later boss like fights, like like as the game gets, you'd think it'd get harder, and it's like, oh, this is still really easy. But it's also <laughs> that's also nice too because I can get through the game faster, oh, and yeah. I, I I'm here for the story. That, so I mean, that's my mentality. If I can play, I. I almost exclusively play on easy like the easiest mode nowadays like in the last it's like a year ago being in 2022 i'm like why why do i do this to myself like i already don't have enough time for video games and then i'm like even on play it on hard yeah well i mean even on normal like there's some points because normal is like still like a little it's not hard but it's still a little challenging at points and i'm like why like i want to get basically i'm at the point in my life where i just want to get through games as quick as possible because i just want to get the story you should just do the story option then just be like, give me the story. And that's what I do. That's what I do a lot of times is just do the story option. So, that's uh, yeah, so maybe, who knows, maybe I'll check out One Piece just because it's so easy, apparently. <laughs> just fly through. Well, it. you got a little ways to go before you can. Oh, right. I'm not, I'm not allowed to play it because I'm not caught up on the show. So, which. Yep. Well, you're not caught up to the point you need to be. Okay. Which is not the whole show, but you still got a little ways to go. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing that, of course. What else? Oh, uh, I've been going back through Chrono Trigger uh, in uh, um, yeah. in anticipation and preparation for Book Club. And man, what a game. Like, <laughs> that game was so far ahead of its time with, like, quality of life stuff. And the way that it, it... It's a simple story, but the way that it's told, I think, is really well... I don't know. I'll get into it on Book Club, but... It's a it's a great game. I'm sorry, I don't know what what Chizo is thinking, but I'm on Eddie's side. We're probably gonna end up two v one of them on this one, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm really curious. I mean, we should we should probably check in with the crew and make sure everyone's actually playing it. But yeah, I'm curious, like what, uh, um, yeah, what he's gonna say. Like, I, I would love to know his reasonings. And but uh, yeah, I'm curious how recently he played the game because if it's something where like. He's he's like if he's been replaying it this last month. I wonder if he'll still have the same thoughts, or if it's, or maybe he'll turn a new leaf, being like, "Oh no, maybe I was wrong." I don't know. I was It'll just kidding, actually. You all just have to tune in to the, to our Patreon uh, uh, supports or Patreon to hear that. <laughs> Figure out what <laughs> what goes down over there. But um, so I did not play any games. Uh, I've been doing. I did two things though that. Uh, well, technically three things that are game and adjacent I, and two of them you'll be happy about and one of them you'll be extremely proud of me for um so the one the first thing that you're not going to care about is i've been painting a lot more minis i've been getting back into painting i've been watching i've been seeing you paint them i see you post on instagram yeah and uh and you I kinda, painted the one that gary would sent you right yeah so gary would put out a phenomenal um really it's a like an audio drama or like it's 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 an audio book essentially on his youtube channel you can go to youtube he said he's gonna release this as a podcast but then he never did like that was like back in august he's like it's coming out in podcast keep like subscribe to it but it never did but you can listen to it on his youtube channel it's called gun dog um i it has a fantastic story i actually just started really listening back through it now because i was painting the miniature but yeah he 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 got uh it was a limited release, 500 miniatures of the gun dog mech from the story. And I ordered one back when he was uh, first shipping them out. And I just finally got around to painting it. And oh man, it was so much fun. And so I'm just like back in 100%. Like every night, I just go out to the desk now and just paint for hours. And uh, it's it's been a blast getting sucked back into that. But while I'm doing that, 
in the background, I've been watching One Piece. Oh, you're back on it. Okay. So I so while I'm spending my hours painting, I have One Piece on in the background, and I've been watching it uh, uh, dubbed because of that because I can't watch can't and concentrate. paint at the same yeah. time. So like if I'm watching the show, I'm usually doing it uh, uh, subbed, but because it's <laughs> I'm trying to paint, I'm like this is, this is too hard. I don't I don't know Japanese. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I've been uh, uh, watching that. I am up to. Let's see. Are you out of the 40s? Oh, yeah. I'm in like the 60s now. Almost to the 70s. Yes. Um, You're moving. I just got to the part where... Okay. So I just... Luffy and Zoro just fought because there was the misunderstanding with uh, like that one island. They're in the Grand Line now. Like right at the okay. beginning of the Grand Line, they go to the island where everyone's super well, well, welcoming and nice. Little they know it's a trap. Oh, 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 oh. Spoilers for One Piece, I guess, but you know. <laughs> okay. You, you've had 30 years to watch it uh, <laughs> or whatever. Um, I know. I know exactly where you are. So, so I, I'm at the point now where it's actually cut away from them and it's now uh, checking in on Kobe and how Kobe's doing on, okay. on, on the Marine thing. So it's episode like 68 or 69 right now. Um, coming up on, according to the titles here, coming up on Ancient Islands. Like I'm about to hit Ancient Island and all that stuff mm-hmm. in the Grand Line. Um, I'm I'm loving it. It's so much fun. Like I, yes, yes. It's I, and and I mean maybe part of it is just because like. I'm not just sitting there and in watching it. Although I did enjoy it when I did that too. When I said it and I act, sat there and actually focused on watching it, I did enjoy it. But I feel like I've just been enjoying it more because it's I can at least absorb it passively. I think because mm-hmm. it's such a massive amount that that I have to like this mountain of One Piece I have to watch. Uh, it's it's a little daunting and kind of like an, an off putting. And so the fact that like I can passively absorb it and listen to it and still like watch it while i'm doing other stuff oh it makes it like a hundred times better at least until there's I, moments I, too where I you know up. like i need to watch this or i need to look up you know yeah. what i mean oh there's been a few times where i'm like wait what just happened and this like even like revert like rewinding a little bit and like oh okay like rewatching those little parts and stuff like that um yeah loving that so when painting minis a lot more uh watching one piece and then the third thing i watched the first episode of the last of us last night on (laughs) hbo (laughs) man i uh (laughs) what a show this i mean it's just episode one i was talking with a buddy today i was like i just hope that they can continue this quality throughout because let me tell you i thought i was prepared for episode one I knew what was going to happen. I knew I'm like, I know this story. I know exactly where this is going. And let me tell you, I still cried. It hits different in real life. And I like sitting next to my brother-in-law on the couch. (laughs) And I'm like, no, keep it in. Keep it in. It's just like tears. I'm like (laughs) biting my lip so hard. I'm like, (laughs) Like, oh, man, it was uh, it hit me hard. Like I, I. yeah, it took everything in me to not just start sobbing, you know, uncontrollably next to my brother-in-law <laughs> last night. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can't embarrass myself in front of him. But man, yeah, that moment is just like hits so hard. And but so far, I'm not gonna get super spoilery. Granted, everyone here should have played this game by now. Like it's, but that's what what I want to get into is if you played the game, I love how faithful they're being with recreating the core scenes. moments. 
like the core moments. Like obviously there's there's a lot of moments they're adding to it and they're phenomenal. Like so far I was going like, to say I love all the extra stuff that they're yeah. adding and all the changes that they're making to the exactly. format of it cuz a lot of it wouldn't make sense unless you were playing it like doing the things. Yep. So them changing it to where it happens passively to the viewer, I think is a great change. Yeah. Yeah, the the things they're adding so far have been absolutely perfect and phenomenal. And then the things that are from the game, I love how it's like literally one to one like the same uh uh like uh uh script and everything like i'm mm -hmm. like oh that is like literally a line straight from the game like a whole dialogue like when they're in the truck at the beginning you know like leaving the house and stuff like that like even the camera angle like it's yeah. inside the truck looking around as if it's from you know the game uh, from like in the game and and yeah like hearing them talk about different things and like the the you know talking back and forth about like uh, which way are we gonna go blah, blah, blah. i'm like oh man like this, this is the game it's so crazy <laughs> it feels so good so the moments that I'm need not to be like one-to-one -one recreations they're nailing it perfectly and then the all the extra stuff that they're like making up to to make it work in a live action tv show is just like phenomenal so i i've been blown away i'd be a liar if i didn't say when i was watching this that i didn't go on the playstation store and i would look and see huh is part one on sale yet is it on a good sale <laughs> oh man i know right oh man um yeah, fantastic. I'm show. waiting for it, that $39.99, man. As soon as, as it, it hits. As soon as it drops. Right in the right, right in the cart. Um, if you have HBO Max, go watch this. Even if you so that is the interesting thing. I'd be curious to hear from someone who hasn't played the game. Uh, so like my brother in law, Toby, he has not played it. And and he he was enjoying it, but I don't know. I it would be fun to do like more of a like to hear so again if you viewers and listeners if you have not played the last of us somehow and you're watching the show like i would be curious like what are your thoughts on it because as a fan of the series it's just blowing my mind how good of a job they're doing adapting it to tv uh and then you know and i want to just recommend it to everyone but for all i know maybe a newbie is like nah this is this is whatever I, so <laughs> i was actually reading online on twitter uh a lot of people have family members who don't play games at all and they they you know sat down they all sat down to watch this with them and, and the family members were invested in it so okay. it's a good story regardless of whether yeah. or not you a play games or b have even heard of the like these are people who have never even heard of it right right so to them yeah. it's just it's a new show and they were like yeah i'm into this what when's the next one coming out so that's, that's a awesome. good sign that it has that's universal appeal yeah yeah that's fantastic and that's Cause I, I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Cause I, I, from what I've heard, they're already like wanting to do a season two. Like they're already talking about like, Oh, season two is going to be, you know, last was part two. So the idea of season one is part one. Season two is part two. So they're going to, they're going to do the whole game in nine episodes. That's what I assumed from the comment that Neil Druckmann made. Uh, I forget what interview it was, but yeah, he made some, some comment like that. Like he wants to do, you know, part two in season two. So, so that means we won't get Bella at this point then in season two because she's not going to be old enough uh, right we might get her yeah. in the flashbacks i mean we'll see who knows it might be two or three years before we even get you know <laughs> uh I guess. season but i think she's two. only like 14 13 maybe okay so yeah they'd have to cast a new actress and they can use her for the flashbacks but that'd be about it yeah I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely have to wait and see on that. But either way, just uh, the worst thing is that it's 
that had to wait a whole week. Like I so badly just wanted to like, keep binging episodes, and they're—I mean—they're beefy. It's like an hour and a half long episodes, but I—I yeah. I, I was like, I'm ready for more. Like I didn't feel like it. Like when it was done, I'm like, that went by way too fast. Like I need more. I need more. <laughs> but uh, it gives what, you something to look forward to. Yes, it does. It really does. What I absolutely loved as well was at the very end, and I actually I turned it off early. But I caught it. Like, as I was turning it off, all of a sudden I saw something come up after the credits. I'm like, wait, wait what was that? So I turned it all back on. After the credits, it gives you, like, a, you know, coming soon in The Last of Us. It gives you, like, a little trailer that's, like... Oh, like, it, next time on, on the next yeah. episode? But it's not just for the next episode. It's, like, uh, on future episodes of The Last of Us. So it almost gives you, like, the next two or three episode kind of flash forwards. But then... You know the story, though, Garrett. I know. No, no. So they have that. And then after that... They have a behind the scenes. It's like ten minutes of behind the scenes of the making of episode one. Oh no, I don't watch those. Not I don't watch those until the show is over. But it's just about episode one, so that's like what's really cool. Is like it's it's you know all, it's the actors, it's it's the directors, it's the writers, and they're actually and they're showing footage of them like making the scenes you just watch in episode one. I'm like that's mm-hmm. really cool. So if, yeah. if you're watching it, watch all the way through the credits because at the very end you get that behind the scenes. I'm like this is this is neat because a lot of shows don't do that anymore. Like I miss that. Like back in the day, I was a nerd who had the. You know, the the uh, I would watch all the commentaries and all the stuff on like Lord of the Rings and the Star Wars movies and all that stuff. Like we had the the gold VHS tapes for Star Wars. And so it had like all the behind yep, the scenes. I know exactly like, what you're talking all about. That stuff. And it's like, I miss that. And so like when this show ended and it had that, I'm like, yes, bring it back. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I try not to do that because I didn't do a Game of Thrones either until like it was all over because I feel like it kind of it, it breaks the immersion for me. Like, okay. it, it reminds me, yeah, this is just a show. You know what I mean? Rather than, oh, this is something that when you commit to the bit, this is something I can believe that actually happened. Or, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird okay. thing with me. I don't, it, it It's like when rides break down at Disneyland and they turn <laughs> the lights on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, fantastic show. Please go watch it. It's very good. Even if you haven't uh, played the game. Incredible story. Makes you cry. Makes grown men cry. <laughs> grown everybody cry. <laughs> grown everyone cry. Uh, all right. Well, that is it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening and watching along. Remember, you can catch us on all podcast services. You can watch us over at youtube.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, if you want to watch us record this live, you can catch us at twitch.tv slash the supergamerboys Monday nights around 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we go live with uh, recordings there. Uh, if you want to support us, think about, uh, well, first and foremost, giving us a review on the podcast service on YouTube, hitting the like button, subscribing to the channel, leaving a comment on the video. All of that helps the videos to actually get found by other people. Views, comments, and likes, they help tremendously. And then obviously subscribe so you know when the next episode comes out. Uh, or you can go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us for just a buck a month as well. That helps us uh, buy games that we can then talk about on the show and give our reviews for us. And you kind of get an idea of if it's worth getting or not. Uh, We can buy new equipment so we can keep making better content for you guys uh, quality wise. Better microphones, better cameras, better lights, better whatever. Um, Or uh, and keep your eye on the store. Yeah. So after you support us over at Patreon or maybe you don't uh, keep an eye out over at SGBstore.com because uh we might have some new stuff in store. I know we teased it a little bit last week, but now we actually might, for real, have some new stuff coming. Seriously. So just 
That's all I'm going to say. Just keep your eye out. That's all. SGBstore.com. Put that in your bookmarks. Check that every once in a while. There might be some cool stuff coming soon. Uh, W.GG. Remember to use code SGB to get 10% off your order and help support the show. Uh, You might want to go get some uh, push and punch before it's out of stock. Uh, that, that sounds so good. Fruit punch and lemon. It honestly does. Go ahead and order that. <laughs> I I'll, need some. Uh, I'll, I'll get it for you. I'll send it over right, right away here. <laughs> um, Jack, Sriracha, and Yate deserve all the praise. Shout out to those folks for making incredible music and allowing us to use it just out of the kindness of their heart. So thank you very much. And please go support them by listening to their music. Uh, over at Apple Music, over at Spotify. Links to those in the show description below. And I believe you can buy this, some of their music over on Bandcamp. So check that out as well. Uh, you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I am on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. And Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. All right. Uh, oh, and by the way, you can also catch... Uh, JJ's not here, but you know what? I just got to talk. I got to talk about this. He does some wrestling, whatever, thingamabob. He, so he has the Suplex City Wrestling Podcast, which is, it's, it's a great, it's a fine some podcast. kind of wrestling know. show. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, they just launched their YouTube channel. And let me tell you, it's a, it's a freaking hit over there. It's like blowing up. It's kind of crazy how many views they've gotten in the last, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just in the last, I launched it like the last weekend and it's just like absolutely blowing up. So, <coughs> excuse me uh go subscribe to the youtube channel you can listen to their podcast episodes over there and they're going to be doing more content at this point it's just their podcast but um yeah check it out that's youtube.com slash at suplex city pod for some reason youtube started using like twitter handles so it's weird like you have to put the at symbol in there but it's suplex city pod um anyways that's all i got for this week adrian take it away Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging us, hanging out with us for another episode of the Super Gamer Boys podcast. As Garrett was saying earlier, we appreciate everybody who watches, listens, uh, buys merch, uh, uses our codes whenever you can, uh, tells your friend, whoever, whatever. Of course, it all helps, and we uh, appreciate you because we would have been doing it regardless. We would have been talking about this stuff with or without a, a camera in front of us, so why not have you along with us for it? Uh, thank you again. We will see you next week for another episode and at the end of the month for Super Gamer Book Club. We are the Super Gamer Boys and we will catch you on the flippity flop. JJ sucks. JJ sucks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.